the employers group IBEC has predicted that inflation will fall more quickly than previously thought. In its latest economic outlook, IBEC has also upgraded its forecasts for economic growth and for consumer spending. We're joined now on the line by the Confederation's chief economist, Jared Brady. Good morning. Good morning. Why are you more optimistic than you were in November? What has changed? There's probably two things that have changed that we're outlining in this morning's outlook. Firstly, volatility uh, or the level of volatility that we saw in European energy markets has calmed down a huge amount since uh, the Christmas period. And and that's due to falling demand in Europe and people being, you know, using less um, over that period. And also, you know, prices have started to come down uh, pretty dramatically. They're still at high levels and still a challenge, but they have come down. And and the second thing is in the global economy, we've seen very, very strong numbers the whole way through the winter. So this incredible resilience um, that is happening in Europe, in the Irish economy and right across the global economy. Given though that, I mean, we know that wholesale energy costs have come down, but for most people who are or who are having to pay the electricity bill or the gas bill or whatever, energy costs remain very high. And at the same time, we have this continuing rise in interest rates. So isn't it likely to remain challenging for both consumers and businesses over the months ahead? Yeah, and I, th- I think it's one of the things we draw attention to in our outlook, that there is still going to be a level of uncertainty out there, and um, that there is still a major challenge for lots of our members who are going to face, even though energy prices are less volatile, still very high. Uh, and that inflation, you know, we're saying it will come down to the end of the year to around 4%, but 4% is still quite high inflation. So all of these things, while they're improving, things have stopped getting worse. There is still challenges ahead that lead to a, an uncertainty in the year. And, and finally, on that point of interest rates, you know, central banks are trying to increase interest rates to help bring down inflation, but they're walking a real tightrope. It's it's a, a very difficult thing to judge right. And there is a risk that if they do too much or too little, that you end up with worse outcomes. So it is a year which is improving, certainly versus last year, um, but there's still massive uncertainty out there globally. Is housing, or the lack of it, likely to affect the country's economic prospects? We've said, and we we did a survey of our members before Christmas, where about 70% of them said that it was one of their top three issues for 2023 in terms of the challenges we see of just hiring staff and retaining staff in the country. But also when you're able to, even when you are able to hire staff, that they're not able to get adequate accommodation. So it is a major challenge for business. And the longer, and it will continue for some time, the housing crisis, the longer it goes on, the more it becomes a competitiveness challenge because the reputational disadvantages for Ireland versus other countries and the challenges we face. And crucially, this is not just the Dublin issue. This is right across the country in every region that we now see this challenge. Mm, we've seen layoffs over the past few months in many of the big tech companies. How much of a concern is that? It is a concern. There's no doubt. It's it's a function, I think, of, of two things, of, of rising interest rates, which are affecting every sector, but probably impacting on tech more than most. Um, because they thrived under that low interest rate environment we've seen for the last decade. 
And there was also a big boom in tech uh, during the, the lockdowns as people moved online and that's starting to normalise. The demand online is going back to normal. So that's what's driving it. We wouldn't be as concerned about the long run future of tech. And we keep going back to, to the example of the patent cliff in pharma uh, and the pharmaceutical sector that we saw in this country a decade ago where people you know got worried about the long term mm. future. And it's three times the size since. We think it's a similar thing in tech where it's a cyclical challenge that they're facing into. They've been through them before. But we'll come out the other side and still be a strong growth sector for the economy. The big news story, of course, this morning is this potential deal on the Northern Ireland Protocol. Is that likely to bring any additional economic benefit? I I think it can't. Uh, but not uh, but, but not bring a, an economic benefit. There's probably two elements to it. F- firstly, the deal, and we've yet to see the full detail, is likely to benefit particularly the the, the Northern Irish economy, but the all-island economy by extension in terms of reducing some of those regulatory burdens that, that were inevitable on the back of Brexit. Um, but the, the main thing that it does bring is a sense of certainty and a sense of confidence to the, to the all-island economy, to the east-west relationship, and all of those things together will aid, you know, if not immediately major effects in the economy, they will make the the confidence and the certainty and give companies the ability to invest in the Irish and the all-island economy in a way that they wouldn't have had if the deal hadn't happened. Jared Brady, Chief Economist with IBEX.